back. We are back. We're back with collective thoughts. And this is a segment that I'm just going to do to talk about some things, you know, some things that I feel um, are important to the Patriots, important to church folks, and uh, that have been important to me, things that I'm dealing with, things that I'm toiling and working through. Um, and, you know, based on conversations with people, maybe based on a sermon I heard or just the inner workings of my mind. And I do this because I think maybe if I'm working through it, um, you know, maybe you are too, and, and maybe we can help each other out, right? Maybe I can share something and you can share something back and we help build each other up. That's the whole point of the Patriot Collective. Now, before I get into just sort of what I want to share with you, and before I go on my rant, I did want to say that we are live with the Patriot Collective podcast every Thursday at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so if you are in any one of those two time zones, you can tune in, watch us live on Facebook, Rumble, or YouTube. Just look for us at Patriot Collective. Um, look for the little red bird you see right next to my name, and that's our logo. That's how you kind of know which one's which, because there are a couple of collectives and Patriot Collectives or combination of of, of those. So, um, so just look look up and make sure you open an account with Rumble, because if they cancel us, well, that's where we're going to go. Right. And so um, please make sure to look us up there. We'll be have uh, we'll be happy to have you and, and and really just screen some of your questions and engage with you. All right. All right. So let's get to what I have been thinking about and working through my life um, this past two weeks. And uh, and one of the things that I have been thinking about is fruitfulness and why there is such a lack of fruit within Christians today. When we talk about church attendance, when we talk about helping our neighbor, uh, having a strong prayer life, worship life, having a sense of direction with doctrine and studying doctrine and knowing our doctrine, um, you know, these are all important things. And, and there seems to be a lack um, of that in the church when I start engaging with people. I mean, we're really good with the cliches. Let's connect with one another. Let's have community. Let's break bread. Let's come together. But very few churches spend time really instructing their um, sheep on how to uh, how to really be spiritual and fruitful for the Lord. So um, I want to talk about three principles, three that I think we need to engage with in order to be fruitful. Things that we need to understand, things that guide my life. These are principles that I go by and hold me accountable. I hope they do the same for you. That's my hope. So let's jump into it. Principle number one, fruit, being fruitful, is the result of God's word, not your works or will. The Bible says in Mark chapter 4, 26, verse, uh, verse 26 to 29, he, and he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how the earth produces by itself. Say that again. The earth produces by itself. And right before that, and the seed sprouts and grows. What sprouts and grows? The seed sprouts and grows. Then the ear, it says first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Wow. What a powerful verse. You know, uh, we are incapable of bearing fruit. 
Okay, so you have to understand that what's bearing fruit is the seed. It's not you. It's the seed bearing fruit. You are incapable. Pre-salvation, post-salvation. Okay, you are incapable of bearing fruit. Okay, we bear fruit because of the word of God that's in work in us. That's what produces fruit. Now, here's the thing. You can produce works. That you can do very well, right? You can do works that masquerade themselves as, um, as spiritual works, as fruit. A lot of people confuse the two. They go to church and they're proud that they're the first ones there and the last ones to leave. You know, you give and you're very boastful about it, right? Like, oh, I give to the Lord. I give my tithe, you know. Uh, you, you know, you, you, you volunteer. You, you know, you're the first one there. When they're asking for food donations, you come baskets full, feeling so proud of yourself. But listen, works are not fruitfulness. Works are usually driven by ego or guilt. One of those two. Either it's your ego thinking it's going to get you closer to God or bring you favor to man, or it's guilt making you feel bad that you didn't do something. Maybe it was the pastor said, you know, preached a sermon on how you know greedy we are that we don't give. And in and, and short words, you know what I'm talking about. Like they're not going to tell you you're greedy, but they're kind of going to tell you you're greedy, right? And so you so you hear a message like that, and you're like, well, let me let me give fifty dollars more, right? And so. A lot of these um, tricks of the trade that are used um, to provoke in you action is a work. It's not fruit. Okay. And so what, why is that? Well, because the, the seed produces fruit, not the guilt message of the pastor. Right. And so we'll, we'll get into that, but th th that's something that I want you to consider that, you know, when, when you're considering fruit in your life, you have to understand the one producing fruit is God. It's not us, right? The word of God does not return void. When the word of God goes out and it's in the seed in the ground, it's going to produce fruit. And the parable we just read now says the man didn't even know how it happened, right? I don't know. Tell me, brothers and sisters, this happened to you because this is what happened to me. One day I gave my life to the Lord. I'm talking about snots coming out, tears coming out. I gave my life to God. I, I had gotten in trouble with a few things and I just said, you know what? I'm done with this life. And I repented and I turned my life to him. And literally it was like one day to the next, I woke up the next day and I did not want to do anything. I didn't want to do anything sinful. I wanted to just read God's word and spend time with him. And, and I can't explain to you what happened. The only thing I can say was a miracle. God transformed my life. And many of you have the same experience. That was God's word sprouting in you, producing fruit in us. Amen. And to who belongs the glory? Him. To Jesus belongs all the glory because he purchased that right and that access for us. Amen. The spirit of God does the transformation through the word of God. Amen. So let's get to principle number dose. Fruit is automatic since it's the work of the seed, right? And so we kind of think about fruit is an automatic process. We read the earth produces by itself. Now, um, when you look at that word in the Greek, automatos, that is the word itself. And it's where we also get the idea of automation, right? In other words, um, it is something that 
just happens. You put the seed in the ground, you put a little water, put a little sun. And if the seed is good, of course, we believe the word of God is perfect. It's always good all the time. It's going to germinate and it's going to sprout and it's going to grow, right? It's an automated process. So fruit in the life of a Christian is automatic. It's not something that you should have to force out of a Christian. It's not something that um, you need to guilt anyone out of, force them, tell them, come on, give it a try. You know, we don't give God tries. We give God what's his, right? And what is his, his word. And he's producing it in us. Oh, come on, you know, volunteer for this ministry. Give it a try. Oh, come on, you know. And and there's just a lot of bad thinking when it comes to being fruitful. You ever thought when you tell that person, oh, come on, give it a try, what private sins they're contending with? You know, they're giving, they're giving God the space to work in their lives, some stuff in the background. And you're trying to convince them to be the children's minister, you know, a volunteer in this ministry and calm down. Okay. Calm down. One thing at a time, you know, when the person is called by God and being bearing fruit, you will know the church will know when someone is ready, right? They're not going to need to be, you know, fish hooked in. And so this is a major, major problem in the church right now where we're trying to pat our pockets, pat, you know, pat our situation, really try to get things in order. And, and it's just not happening. And so what I really wish to um, share with you is that, uh, you know, faithfulness is a state, right? Fruitfulness and faithfulness is a state. You're never going to reach in a goal like, oh, Christianity is like a far off goal. One day I'm going to be fruitful. No, either you are because the seed is. Either the seed is in you sprouting or it's not. Amen? Either you're bearing fruit or you're not. There's no in-between. There is no in-between. This is why the Bible says a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, right? A bad tree cannot uh, bear good fruit. In other words, you're going to bear what is. The state of who you are is what you're going to bear. So if you're not bearing any fruit at all, I'm talking about any, and you call yourself a Christian and you never want to pray, and you never want to be with God, and you don't desire the things of God, then, well, I'll let you do your own thinking on that, but there's a high likelihood that um, there's no word germinating in you, and what you have is a practiced religion, right? And so you're you're not regenerated. The word of God is not in you, working in you. Um, as the popular term, saved, you're probably not saved, right? I hate to use that because that's like a general term, but it is what it is. And so um, these are things that we got to have to work through a little bit. And, um, and then I need you to kind of just think about it because if that's you, man, man, you know, man, I don't, I don't really desire the things of God. I just don't want to go to hell. Sorry, bro. Salvation and the gospel is not fire insurance. It just isn't, you know what I mean? And anyone who tells you that it is, it's not, um, being saved by grace does not mean what you think it means. Okay. All right. Um, let us go to principle number three not all bear fruit in equal measures uh, if you go to mark 420 there's a verse there that kind of talks about um the folds in which people bear fruit the quantity right so it says some bear fruit 30 fold some 60 fold some 100 fold and and this is the one where the good there's good soil on the ground and they hear the word and accept it and bear fruit right 
And so note that the uh, level of production is based on acceptance of the word that you hear. So um, I will tell you that I would also uh, say it's how often you accept it. The more you hear the word of God and accept the word of God, the more seeds you're hearing and the more you're producing. I want you to think about this. You have three fields. You throw 20 seeds in one, 50 seeds in another, and 200 in another. Which field is going to bear more fruit? Well, you got it. The one with 200 seeds is going to bear more fruit. The more you consume the word of God and accept it, the more fruit you're going to bear. The more you give God's time to hobbies and um, stupid things like Facebook and social media and taking photos of yourself and shopping online and my, my particular uh, uh, fleshly desire of playing video games and taking headshots and sniping people and all that stuff and, you know, having fun with your friends, the more time you pour into that, the less time you're consuming seed. Uh, this is why you have to take every moment you have, that free time, man, on the way to work, on the way back from work, when you're in the crapper, when, when, whenever you're, uh, you know, uh, you, you're half hour after dinner, just sitting and meditating on the word of God, sharing with your wife, changing what you're conversing about with your wife. Right. So it's not just hearing the word or speaking the word, right? Because when you speak things, you're you're imprinting it in your memory bank, right? And so it's like, hey, honey, you know, I was reading today and sharing because what you're sharing, you're also relearning. And this is what it means by renewing your mind, right? And so if if you put all of that together in a day, and let's say you did three and a half hours of just real intensive seed consuming then you're going to be a fruitful person. Amen. You're going to be super fruitful, but you're going to find out that if that represents maybe only on Sunday, maybe when you go to small groups and that's all you're really consuming in seed, you're probably not going to be a very fruitful person. As a matter of fact, you're probably going to small groups in church on Sunday as a work. Amen. Let's be honest here. You're just saying like, oh, let me do my part. I always go, or you probably go for the wrong reasons. Oh, I'm going to go to a small group because they're going to have this movie or they're going to have this event or my kid. I need a break from my kids or y'all develop all the weirdest reasons to go to church, but it's not to glorify God and to be transformed by him. Amen. So these are just some of the things that we have to remember. So not all bear fruit in equal measures, depending on how much you consume now, here's the other part of this. Please don't compare your, your fruitfulness towards someone else. If you're new in the Lord, especially if you're new in the Lord, if you're new in the Lord, understand that the, your neighbor or your family or friends had time to develop and, and, and take in seed and consume seed and grow and, and, and they're mature in the Lord. And so as so long as you're producing that fruit, you have the desire for God, your desire to seek the God, Continue in that. Work out your own, um, uh, your own faith and fear and trembling. Right. Work out your salvation in the fear of the Lord and let God take you in that direction. Um, and don't look to your left, your right. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Just continue to to bury your head in the Word of God, and you will be fruitful, and God will produce fruit through you. If you're 15 years in the Lord and you're not producing hardly any fruit. And you're producing like that guy, that guy over there six months ago who received the Lord is super fruitful and you're not. Well, like, you're a different story. Okay. You're, you know, you're like that's that person who's been left behind in the eighth grade like 10 times. 
and and people are looking at him like, yo, you need to graduate already. Like, you can get out of here. Like, you don't even fit in the desk anymore. Okay, okay, Rufus, you know, you get time for you to graduate. Like, if you're that person, then you need to stop cutting out all of those extra things, choking the word. Read Matthew 13. If I'm describing you, you've been you've been five, six years in the Lord and still battling the same things that you have been since you met the Lord. You're still toiling over the same things, still repeating the same jargons oh everybody's a hypocrite you know you haven't matured you haven't answered the questions you have but you know you believe but you know and you did receive the lord and you you know you you have a sensitivity to him but you're really struggling with the flesh listen read matthew 13 understand why the word is being choked and why you're not being fruitful and and it's because the sin and the things you enjoy more than god and eventually you're gonna have to choose okay you're gonna have to choose and, and listen for the mind one saved always said friends and, and and persevering of the saints, Calvinist friends. Um, this is the part you want to cover your ears, but you know, for us people who are Armenians, we believe that yeah, you you can apostate, right? Can depart. Um, and, and so here's the point: eventually, you're going to have to choose what the heart's going to cling to. And so um, before that happens, and and your heart becomes seared, and you stop sen sensing the things of God, repent now go into repentance mode, turn away from those things that are robbing God um, uh, from your time and robbing God from intimacy. Remember this, you never fall in love with things that you're not intimate with. And so if you're expecting God out of prayer to come in and just put the desire in you, mm -mm, it doesn't work like that. You have to spend time with him and you begin to learn him. And you begin to understand him more as a Christian and, and it, it, it just like the word of God, it starts producing fruit in you automatically fall in love with him. Amen. So that is the prescription. I want to pray for you today. Everyone listening, if this has been an impact for you, if this has been like, yeah, I get this. This makes sense to me. I want you to leave a comment. Please leave a comment below. Engage with this topic. And if you have questions or a praise report or a testimony, leave it. We're all interested in hearing and reading from it. And, you know, in our podcast on Thursday, we may highlight it because we will be kind of hitting on some of these same subjects on, on Thursday. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone listening. I pray, Lord, that you just convict and encourage and lift up everyone listening, Lord, that they begin to seed heavily in their life, Lord, to read your word um, and let that produce the fruit that is necessary for change. Lord, we pray for an increase in seed. We pray, Lord, for an increase of transformation so that we can be fruitful. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, folks, I will see you again next time in a, in a Collective Thought broadcast. And, um, and again, if you haven't done so already, please like this channel, subscribe, share it with a friend. Um, who may not know, who you think maybe needs to hear this, and I will appreciate it. It's the only way we know that you're watching. God bless you. Bye-bye.